Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Welcome back, everybody, to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. I am Chris, and I am here with Jack, as usual. Jack, say hello. Hi. And we are hoping to have an actual normal episode this week. Last week was supposed to, and then Marcus ruined that. <laughs> and then Marcus talked trash about us on his podcast. So, Yes, that is true. We still love you, Marcus. I can't wait to see, like, this weekend's going to be crazy. We're going to talk about this weekend soon, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be great. Okay, okay, let's jump in, though. Um, starting with Intimidator at Carowinds is getting repainted. I love how they picked the coaster that's in the state that can actually have stuff done right now. They're like, okay, as long as you don't go into North Carolina, you can do stuff in the park, so. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that, but. Always a good thing to see rides getting repainted. Oh, yeah, it was getting really faded. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll look nice and shiny and new. Just like Patriot did after its repaint. And then it was, like, just amazing how it looked. Yeah, and then it will, like, you know, fade back to its former self, and they'll repaint it again in 10 years. Exactly. Good to see. Or they could just let it fade and just become, like, awful. Yeah, that's always a possibility. I'm looking at what's a good example of one. Goliath at Over Georgia. Yeah. That is on top of having maybe one of just the worst color schemes ever. It kind of grew on me when I saw it in person. Oh, I still don't like it. It's so awful. Oh, it's not great, but I don't think it's absolutely terrible anymore. Well, it's it's now the it wasn't the worst paint job in the park. Now it is. They repainted oh, Scorcher. George, they, yeah, when they repainted Scorcher, Goliath got the title for worst paint job in the park. But yeah, I could probably agree with that. I'm, well, it wasn't even the fact that the colors were awful. It was just, you know, cracking and peeling off of it. <laughs> yeah, and now Scorcher looks beautiful, which Scorcher deserved that because Scorcher's awesome. Yeah, and now, and of course, Goliath is right next to it. So it just, it even emphasizes how trashy it looks because it's like, Hopefully look at that. This is someday. really pretty. Look at that. This is awful. Like, that's Goliath is probably the rider they need to repaint the most. And not just because it's awful as it is right now, but because it, like, you see it driving in. It's all around you. You don't want to make it look awful. Oh, yeah. You see it on the interstate. Like, that's your first impression. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, The other thing with that is uh, they're rumored to repaint Intimidator 305 as well. So that could be nice. Um, Yes, that's good news as well. If that happens. We're going to talk more about repainting I-305 at the end of the show, though. Hey, we've... Okay, I know we've put down our own little separate plans, but I didn't plan on that. We'll see, though. I have an idea, so we're going to leave... Oh, gosh. This scares me. We're going to get to it. If you haven't caught on by the show title, we're going to save King's Dominion at the end of the show. So, okay. Speaking of Intamin coasters, Velocicoaster trains are now on site. They're starting to put in the very last pieces of track to the brake run, which is awesome. And uh, just today, a massive velociraptor was lifted into the sky and put in somewhere in there. When dinosaurs fly. <laughs> yeah. I saw they actually lifted it up from the bridge over Dudley Do-Right's drop. 
So they had it like all blocked off and they were just picking it up from right there in the middle of the path with people in the park and everything. Yeah. I wish I would have been there today. Yeah, I know that would have been like the look at this. They're like, this is that's the ultimate slap in the face too to all the Universal fanboys. This is like, we're building this and we're building it right in front of you, literally, but we're not <laughs> saying anything about it. All, all the people on the pathways, yo, what is it? What's that dinosaur? What dinosaur? There is no dinosaur. You have been lied to. There's no dinosaur over there. Yep. No, that when I saw that today, I was like, that's hilarious. And uh, trains being on the track, so with last pieces going in, I can see them testing within the next month. I mean, I think they're going to finish theming before you even see them test, so I wouldn't get your hopes up. Universal would probably be the type to just test overnight, too, so nobody sees it. Then And then there's Dan, who would figure yeah. out how to get a giant... <laughs> He would rent the giant spotlight. Well, yeah, he was figure. able to get Dueling Dragons deconstruction like at three in the morning at times. So he would be able to do that, I think. Figure it out. Yeah. No, my dad and I've been talking about. We're gonna skipping the case to the kingdom real quick. We were. He made the joke. It's like I'm gonna submit a question that, since you're here, who's covering construction? The daily construction updates on Velocicoaster. <laughs> what would we do without Dan? What would we do without Dan? He's yes. great. But, Can't wait uh, to see him this weekend. Trains. I don't know what they're gonna look like. I I, ha I did see some rumor somewhere that they were maybe gonna be like each of the Velociraptors from the actual movie, which would be cool. I think just uh, a basic, you know, just like a base color with some some stripes and like a logo in the front. It's like Velociraptor team or something would be pretty cool if it was themed after like maybe jeeps or uh, vehicles that are you know go throughout jurassic park and stuff mm -hmm. well my suggestion was the the jurassic jeep which if you're familiar with the original movies the jeep was very prominent it's still featured in the newer movies but i think it would be a great nod for all the crap classic fans yeah that so. wouldn't surprise me if they did that because it would it wouldn't be hard to do it's just some stripes and decals yeah it's a basic shell a sticker on the hood. Um, but then it, again, we're talking about Universal, so it probably have like headlights. It'd be, they're. I mean, they're gonna be good. I mean, look at Hagrid's trains; they're fantastic. Yeah. So. Um. So next up, Bush Gardens, Tampa. New park president Neil Thurman. He was former Six Flags Magic Mountain president, I believe. Yep, I met him briefly, very briefly okay. last summer. I got yeah. to meet him. Great guy. Um. Uh, you're you're. You're gonna be in good hands. So mm -hmm. we don't. I don't think we've talked about this. We might have, but I don't think so. But uh, I don't know too much about him. But hopefully he does good, and hopefully he opens Iron Gwazi. <laughs> yes, open Iron Gwazi, please. That's all I want, Neil. Please. So next thing, um, Wallaby Belgium just like out here making every airtime hill ever look pointless. Yeah. Massive, massive. Yeah, is it camelback? Yeah, it's just a straight up camelback, yeah. but it's like super short compared to the lift hill, and it's very like stupid steep. Mm -hmm. uh, the the negative G's on top of that thing are gonna be insane. Oh yeah, this is definitely a park that will be uh, added to the bucket list once that opens. Yeah, um, definitely. 
I can't wait to hear reviews of it. It looks a lot like Expedition GeForce, just modernized, really. Yeah, that's a real. I think that's going to be the comparison for that coaster. I think. Hopefully, we get to GeForce next year, Hopefully. so we can see for ourselves. But that ride definitely looks awesome. Your Europe is getting a lot of cool stuff with that, and then there's the Extreme Spinner and uh, Park Asterix Blitz, all those. Although the Park Asterix Blitz has been pushed back, I think to twenty twenty. Yeah, but it's still going to happen, I think. Yeah, the plan. I think, but I also think they've like, radically modified the layout from the last time we saw it. So yeah, and Energy Landia is just going to keep adding stuff. Energy Landia is going to keep adding stuff. By the year twenty thirty, they're going to have fifty credits, and Cedar Point is going to be a joke. Honestly. By next year, they will have the most coasters. I think. I, I think they're at seventeen. Wait, no, I'm going to look now. Yeah, let me go cry a little by looking at RCDB. Um, RCDB Energy Land. Ugh. They have 15 right now with three slated to open in 2021. So that's so, 18. So 2022, I predict they will have the most. Yeah. At least 2024, I'd say, is the most. Oh, no, I say 2022. The rate they're adding stuff. Oh my now, God. the one thing I could see that happening, though, is because we know that especially with Zadra or Hyperion Zadra and Abyssus, they've really been focusing on making complete lands and experiences, which is amazing, which yeah, it's really good, which all, but it also, I, they've said that they want to go back and completely like a redo the front half of the park where they were just throwing stuff in like at a breathneck speed. Yes. So which, do they get rid of credits by doing that? That's my question. The family ones, I think they could over time, but at the rate they're adding, like I still think that they could take that record. It'll be a big draw for them. And I mean, they have funding from the government. Well, they, apparently get... not that much, though. Not as much as we all think. Yeah, but when you're a park that, that, that like is that big, they've got pretty much... I think all of the Polish audience as far as theme parks go. So you're already making your own money where you can add stuff. And you have at least some government funding. That helps Plus a lot. the guy owns like all of the major clubs throughout Europe and just printing money that way. Yeah, I'm wondering if their attention is going to be so much that Legendia could shut down one day. But then hopefully they'll just bring Let Coaster over. <laughs> no, the park is just going to get so big that it's going to encompass Legendia lands just kind of start surrounding it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh man, if we go there next year, I'm gonna be freaking out. Yep. Zadra and Hyperion and Abyssus. I'm so ready. Well, back to America for a moment. Uh, Kentucky mm -hmm. Kingdom has free soft drinks for the rest of the season. Uh, always a plus at theme parks. Um, which means I don't have to, and that also means I don't have to pay for a single drink this weekend. Yes. I, um, they could have waited like one weekend <laughs> to do that and made all of y'all pay for it. <laughs> yeah, they could have, but why be that mean? So that was nice of them. We will talk more about Keys to the Kingdom in a little bit. Yes. Um, and then the last thing, I'll let you the, the start this one so I can begin my crying. Yeah, back to uh, Energylandia. So Abyssus has started testing. Now, Jack, you've seen the video, right? Yes, I have seen the video. Uh, that little low-to-the-ground airtime hill where you can just barely see the train hop up during that video is ridiculous mm -hmm. how fast it's going. Yeah, I know. I know. 
check next year. Well, but you know, they have a track record for figuring out how to open rides in a week, so. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But at least you're <laughs> going to get to ride it, hopefully. That's true. Yep, yeah, let's just stop to that. So this is going to come out on Wednesday, August 26th. I was supposed to be on a flight to Paris on tomorrow, on the 27th. To start a trip that was going to end the Energylandia. Mm. And I'm not salty at all. Uh, well, you let's see. You got to go to Silverdor City. You got to go to Kennywood. Okay, let's not point out every good thing that's come, but... I'm just saying there was good things, and you've there still are got good a very things. good chance to go next year. Oh, yes, we're definitely... Oh, there is not a good chance. I think we're definitely going next year. If COVID is like nuts about it um really that's good news for me even because then i could like convince my parents hey they're going we can like at least go to some parks with them well i think we're going to do not as big of a trip but we're going to do like the like a crazy trip i think we're going to spend time at europa but we're going to spend do on property for a couple days i think we're going to do fantasia land on property for a couple days Mm-hmm. I think my dad and we're gonna do um, Energylandia and Legendia Land, staying at Western Camp. Those yeah. are for sure. I still want to get to some other parks. Um, I would, but we're this is a long way out, and we're still planning trips for this year at this point. So that's not even entered our like mm-hmm. let's like hash it out yet. Yeah, I'm sure we can figure out something though to where we can at least go to one park together. Oh, I'm well. It's gonna. T- well, because everyone is going next summer, because I know we're going, uh, the Larsons are going, the Drunk Riders are going, like, it feels like everyone's going, and I think we're all trying to make it line up, so we're all at these parks together. Yeah, so. I think, we, honestly, we should all just sit down and figure out what we can do. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting, I mean, because I'm still stuck in the interesting position. I have, like, no idea how my internship is going to happen next summer, like, if it's going to happen, and mm-hmm. that really is going to play into it. And then, of course, when people can get off of school or work, and, yeah, we're, we're still a long ways from me even really beginning to let my mind run about what next oh, summer's yeah. trip could be like. But th- that we said, Abyssus looks really good. I can't wait to ride it. Um, mm-hmm. so. Okay, so, that was that news. That was news, Jinx. Fairly short. Uh, so, ride of the week, I've already got the wheel up. Shall I spin? Yes, you shall spin. Okay, spinning. Let's see what it is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Steve. Mediocre vengeance it is. Okay. Steel <laughs> vengeance. He doesn't actually mean it when he says no, mediocre. Kidding, no. He it's means good not ride. as good as other ride. It is it is a good ride, but I just let you go first. Yeah, I got controversial opinions incoming. Marcus, go ahead and get ready to fight me. Um, let me go find it so I can just tell you all where it is exactly. It's under roller coasters, coaster count. There it is. Let me get my spreadsheet up. So, Steel Vengeance is coming in at a lovely number 17 out of 258. 
And let's just name. We'll just let's just name the coasters. Some of the coasters that we'll get off. If the drunk riders were in here, this would be tough. First Remember of the last all, time we did Outlaw Run. <laughs> um, let's just say I have the likes of Twisting Colossus, Copperhead Strike, Orion, Mako, Time Traveler. I have all of those. I had oh Millennium Force and Maverick. I mean, I'm just like these are all coasters I prefer over Steel Vengeance. So I don't hate Steel Vengeance. I think I've come across that way in the past. It is a good ride. The last time I rode it, I was very underwound by it because it was not as out of control as I remember it like being in 20, 2018. That's when it opened. Um, so that definitely hurt its ranking. Really, my biggest complaint with the layout is it is a it is a greatest hits ride. I know other people have called it that, but it really does feel just like all the things RMC does it well in one ride, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But from a company that's always innovated, it kind of that leaves it a little bit to be desired. But it's a great ride. I mean, like, it's still really good. It's my third favorite at Cedar Point. I'm an intimate fanboy, so I love Millennium and Maverick. So. Okay. Um, so, Steel Vengeance is... It is definitely a really good ride. It's in my top five. It, uh, it's got tons of airtime. The airtime isn't sustained, in my opinion, on, like, a ride like um, Lightning Rod. I know everybody talks about the Outer Bank, but I don't remember the Outer Bank too well. I just remember you, the finale being amazing. How many times have you ridden it to? Once. Yeah, okay. I know, I need to go back. I only rode it once when I went, just because the line was so ridiculously long, because this was opening year. Um, but yeah, I thought the ending was really cool, and it makes its way up there really just because of the length. If it was shorter, it wouldn't be as high. I thought that Twisted Timbers and Lightning Rod had better airtime overall, but Steel Vintage just had more of it. Um, I want to say that it's got a really good location with the lake, and the sign is really cool. I do think it's a pretty ride. I like the color. Um, The trains look really cool, too. And it it is just a really intense, airtime-filled ride, but I think I need to ride it again if it wants to be my number one or anything like that. Yeah, it's a good ride. Is it exactly what I want in a coaster? No, I prefer... I almost like one trick ponies to be honest. Like I think those are just really good. Um but the Steel Vengeance, I mean it the airtime is good, but like I said, the last time I rode it, I just remember like coming off of it very like disappointed. Because when I rode it in twenty eighteen, like my legs hurt from the airtime and it was just like insane. And it wasn't that I didn't get airtime, it was just nowhere near as intense as I remember it. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we agree about it on a lot of spots. I just, I think because of, uh, I think your your first rides that were good on it, and then you being disappointed by the second rides really hurt it in your rankings for you, while me just having one where I thought it was really good leaves it up there. I I think I would be in a similar situation with you if I wrote it again and I was a little disappointed. I would have it lower, but even with it, like, 
not having as good airtime as Timbers and Lightning Rod, it's still all the way up there because of the length. Yeah, the length definitely does make up for it. It's, and also, I mean, my opinions have changed like on what I like about coasters since I first wrote it in 2018. Because yeah. in 2018, I feel like I was more of a stereotypical enthusiast. And then yeah, I, I've I remember some more us, unique stuff. We I remember we had a conversation about this not too long after we had met, but we were talking about it. And Within the hour, maybe? Was your number one? At the time, yes. And so then, Steel, yeah, I, I remember texting I, you, and Steel Vengeance was your number one. We were talking about it, and you were telling me why Steel Vengeance was your number one. And I was, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't like it as much just because I prefer some level of uniqueness to rides where I could experience that same RMC elements and airtime on other rides. Well, with like Lightning Rod, you've got all this terrain, and you've got all this awesome theming, and uh, Fury is pretty much like no other BM. And yeah. This was before I had ridden Time Traveler, but even in Time Traveler's case, there's literally nothing like it in the world right now. So I prefer yeah. those, uh, and a lot of that comes in with a uniqueness factor. And I remember talking to you about this, and I think it was only maybe a couple months later, you were like, yeah, I think I'm kind of with you now. I think the, the uniqueness, uh, I've thought about it a lot more, and the uniqueness definitely has a factor for me now. And I think it had dropped to your number four, and this was before you had rewrote it. Yeah, it, so it was a one for a couple like we wrote it i think it was one that summer then lightning rod had a really good fall season i got a ton of good rides on fury that fall season so those two jumped back ahead of it um mm -hmm. then yeah and so i think it sat at four for the longest time because i think it was uh lightning rod it sat at three or four for the longest time because it was lightning rod no it's at four you had oh, no. lightning rod, fury, and no. I, let me. Okay, it was. It sat at three up until end of June of 2019. That's when I rode X2, and so it was at three for forever. Then I rode X2, and X2 jumped in and bumped it down to four. And Wait. then about two weeks later, I got back on Steel Vengeance, and that's when it took it its plummet down. Was it X2 that knocked it down, or was it Voyage? I think it was X2. I'm I it I can't I feel remember. like you put Voyage ahead of it too and that knocked it to 4 and then I think you wrote X2 and it knocked it again and then you rewrote it. Maybe. And it went down it, even it's more. it's something like that but it was still in my top 5 up until I rewrote it and then I rewrote it and I had a front row ride at night and I had a back row ride on the first train of the day the next morning. And I, everyone's like, oh, you wrote it in the morning. I was like, yeah, but I also wrote it at night, and I generally prefer coasters in the front row, like, just to begin with. And so I, was, I just remember, I got off of it, and I was like, that wasn't as good as I remember. But at that point yeah. in time, I was like, okay, I'm going to ride it again tomorrow morning and see how it feels. And then I wrote it again the next morning, and I was like, yep, that's not, that doesn't have the same punch it did last year. And then it was... Then I went and I rode Maverick and I had one of the best rides on Maverick I've ever had. And that really shot Steel Vengeance. Yeah, I, I think we both need to rewrite it for sure. Oh, I'd love to rewrite it. I really want, I think we were going to make a trip this year and then it's just not happening because of COVID. So, yeah. So, Next year uh, it shall be. That was ride of the week. 
Yep, that was our. So we are down to five now after Steel Vengeance. We've got Rattler, Lightning Rod, Twisted Cyclone, Twisted Colossus, and Storm Chaser. One of those will be next week. All, all very good. We might, we might stack next week's depending on if we have a guest from uh, Keys to the Kingdom on with us. Um, okay. So. <laughs> yeah. So okay, let's do our plug real quick. Uh, quick social media plug. Instagram is at twisted underscore travelers and Twitter is at twisted traveler, but the R is a one Twitter. Yep. Give us the original, please. Please. Eventually please, it'll please, happen. Please. It will happen okay. eventually. Um, okay. Hollywood Knights and Keeps to the Kingdom. I will be there. Chris can't. We're sad about it. I really wish you could be there with us. Stupid SAT. Yeah, I would be there. Stupid maybe. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good event though. Hollywood nights. Um Friday, the park is not even open on Friday. It's actually they're just gonna open for us on Friday night, which is gonna be awesome. So we've got I think they're pretty much gonna open the four coasters for us for ERT. Um then starting Saturday morning, we've got like a full day of stuff at the park. Uh, Voyage and Thunderbird walk back. Expect plenty of pictures on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Follow me uh, at Thrilling Moment because I'll try to remember to post to um, the Twisted Travelers story at least a couple times. Uh, Chris won't be able to remind me to do it. So, <laughs> you, I mean, you can remind me on Friday night, but. Don't be reminding me during the SAT. Um, yeah, I won't. Then, yeah, we've got uh, more Voyage, um, Thunderbird, Raven, and Legend DRT. And I, I haven't heard for sure if we're doing the Water Cup Challenge or not. I, part of me hopes we are. Part of me hopes we aren't because I remember I got soaked last year. Um, but, yeah, if you need me for any reason... Uh, if you want, if you're at Hollywood Nights and you're during ERT, I think this is how it's gonna. So 9:30. No, oh, this is the other thing we gotta plug. Um, I know our uh, listener demographics are like 80% male, 20% female. But if you're a female and you're gonna and you're gonna be at Hollywood Nights, you gotta get in on this uh, all-female voyage ride. This thing's gonna be awesome. Um, I can't wait to see this. Um, that's gonna be awesome. That's 9:30 at night. Uh, that's 9.30 on Friday night at the Voyage. There's going to be a huge group there. I think I'm going to be doing a giant group picture for them, which I'm super excited for. Um, what else is there? Oh, yeah, and then okay. if you need me during ERT for any reason, I'll either be at Voyage for, like, one ride or up at Thunderbird marathoning that thing because I love that ride at night. Mm -hmm. Voyage is just too intense to marathon, in my opinion. Voyage, well, it's too intense to marathon, and that's what everyone wants to ride. So the wait for Thunderbird is always like empty. Yeah. Like last year, I didn't even get out of my seat after a couple rides. I was just like moving around. I was either moving around or just staying where I was because everyone's at Voyage. So yeah, there's the sane enthusiast who's like maybe maybe two to five rides on Voyage, right? Because it's so intense, yeah. that it starts to hurt them. And then there's the 13 to 14 year old insane enthusiast who rides it 50 times in one night and physically damages their body. Or Marcus, who's also going to be doing that while drinking. Well, I think the drinking might numb the pain a little. 
Yes, but then the next morning when he has to passed be on stage on. at Keys to the Kingdom, he's passing out. <laughs> and we got signs on for that. And out on the, on the uh, stage. And we have signs for that. That's the other thing. Get in on it on Twitter. Go let me know if you want to help me hold up Don't Pass Out Marcus signs. Um, I've got enough now where I'm going to have to figure out how to make more signs so everyone gets one to hold. But we're, we're doing that. We are going to hold up Don't Pass Out Marcus signs during the Keys to the Kingdom panel. But let's talk about Keys to the Kingdom because we finally have a schedule, and I'm super excited for this. Like, this is going to be good. So let me go find it. I didn't. Where is it? Ah, here it is. Okay, we got check-in at 9 a.m. We have a breakfast, uh, which is going to be good. Uh, welcome to Keys to the Kingdom. All rise. Greetings from your royal family. I expect an appearance from King Louis. Um, and Ed ERT, Hart. And Ed Hart, probably. ERT on Kentucky Flyer and Lightning Rod. Ride until you can't bear to go on. You just Copyright said fridge. Did I? Yes. No, ride until you can't bear to go on. Copyright infringement and ride on. Um, so yeah, that uh, I'm I I'm gonna be at Lightning Run the entire time. I think uh, Kentucky Flyer is overrated. Don't at me. Um, Lightning Run's the best ride in the park. Don't at me. Oh, same here. Um, Did I say Rod? Maybe. I think I said lightning run <laughs> is the best in that, that part. Stupid tweet they did this week really threw us all for a loop. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson, we loved you. Um, park opens, run, time to release the GPs. Yeah. That's a direct quote from the schedule, and I love it. Um, ask a uh, YouTuber Q&A panel. Ask your favorite YouTubers if they will attend T4's Media Day. Yes. Heck yeah. Um, of course. Lunch at the Picnic Grove. Um, Build your own burger. Uh, restricted access. Uh, meet at King Louis uh, Fresh Market. Uh, stop touching that. Behind the scenes tour of Thunder Run and Storm Chaser. Can they shut the ride down and let us do some crazy stuff, please? You mean like Twisted Cyclone Media Day stuff? Or not that Media was construction, Day? Uh, that was construction. Winter tour. warm up. Yeah, so where I have my I have my picture of me between the track, which is one of my favorites ever. Yes. Um, tour of the tech shop. Check out the first trains of T4. That's going to be fun. I, if, if they actually, that's the other thing. If I'm actually expecting them, if they're going to announce their new coaster, I think they're going to announce it this weekend. Unironically ends up being T4 and they fake the Raptor documents. What if they name the Raptor T4? At this point, they might. Oh, gosh. And then after the park our, is literally a meme park. Yeah. Uh, and then after hours party, we've got like water park craziness, um, nacho bar, beer garden, beach club, selling alcohol until 8 p.m., desserts, DJs and games in the family wave area, and of course, the showdown we've been waiting for. Yep. Bring on the insanity. I can't wait. <laughs> Drunk like, Riders versus Coaster Brews. And boys, Marcus, Mark, Mike, Tom, whatever the heck your name is. Um, if you lose, I'm disowning you. 
They should do the competition in Big Kahuna. I think they're doing it in front of Big Kahuna. I think there's some insurance involved with drinking in a wave pool or something. Oh. But I think they're doing it in... And then go in Big Kahuna. Yep, that's probably what's going to happen, but... I also want to point out we have ERT on uh, Space Deep Water Dive. (laughs) 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 Um, So... Definitely we'll be taking I don't usually do water park stuff, but I think I'm actually gonna end up doing more water park stuff during that ERT than I am coasters because the line for these I okay, Hollywood Knights and Keys to the Kingdom, there's gonna be more of a wait for coasters these two days than there will be any other day of the year, I have a feeling. Yeah, probably. So I'm def this is definitely gonna be more of a social trip. Um it's still gonna be a ton of fun. But I'm also happy I don't have to worry about credit hunting on this trip. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's going to be the end of Keys to the Kingdom. Then I have to drive back and be in class the next morning. So when my physics teacher has to slap the desk to wake me up, we'll know why. <laughs> okay. So shall we, uh, shall we fix King's Dominion? We shall. Okay, let, let me get my list. Okay, well, I didn't make a list. Um, well, I just wrote down some general ideas. I have, yeah, I have ideas in my head. So I guess let's start by telling everyone what we're like addressing, like what we're trying to accomplish with this. Okay. So first things first. Y'all remember last week? Y'all remember what happened with Kings Dominion versus Kings Island? You remember uh, the poll, which y'all voted correctly for? Thank you. Yeah. So we we were basically talking about that some more and. How, you know, it has its issues on that one side of the park. So we figured, you know what? Let's have our um, back half of this week's episode be fixing King's Dominion. So basically, this is going to be a 10 to 15 year plan. I don't know if we're going to do exact years, but just somewhere in that time frame, because it's probably going to take a really long time to fix this park. Money wise, because, you know, you can't you can't do something crazy every year, right? So yeah, it's not like they're Disney or Universal or something, or Energylandia. So that's what we're doing. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. The left side of the park, the right side is really good. The back side, like the back stretch, which is very Coney Mall like, and the right side are good. We're specifically talking about the jumble the, of everything. The yeah, the jungle jumble where you've got animals, volcano grave sites avalanches, space creatures, NASCAR drivers, and movie sets. All within like 400 feet of one another. Yeah. It, so. it, that's, that's hard to fix, I think. Very hard. Uh, just well, to make everything fit. Well, let's start with the obvious. Goodbye, Anaconda. Okay. So, I actually didn't do anything to Anaconda on, on my list. Uh, I think Anaconda is the last thing in the area that needs to have a change. So I thought Anaconda will probably stay, and then sometime within the next 20 years, maybe. That coaster does not have another 20 years. It's barely got another five, I think. Okay, well then, here, here's my other option. Take down Anaconda, but don't do anything to its land yet. It's on that really weird plot. Like, it's going to be hard to do stuff over the water again. Well, it's over the lake. I almost say you get rid of the um, 
you get rid of Anaconda and you just leave it be a lake. Don't build anything over it. That's what I'm saying. Just because it's such a weird plot, it's hard to find anything unless they want to build over the lake again. I think if they just left it be a lake, that'd be perfect. So yeah, that's what well, I would do. And that also will help start building a separation between areas of the park. Um, yeah. So yeah, I do would do that. If you were to eventually put something in there, you've got to do it. You have to be smart about how you incorporate it. But that's, we'll get to that down the line. Yeah, okay. So let's talk Backlot Stunt Coaster. This so, was the hardest one, I think. Um, for, for me, um, I think that that Anaconda would really be the end to where the new jungle section is going to be, where Anaconda and Volcanoes plot are, right about there. I think Flight of Fear and I-305 are going to be something different than the jungle yes. section. I okay. think Backlot, I have ideas on that. Backlot goes along with the jungle, and I'm thinking use that plot and maybe even some of Anaconda's plot to uh, fit in a GCI. Mm, eh, maybe. That's I what know. I would do. Well, I'm launching Google Earth right now so I can kind of look at the uh, part from an overhead. Um, if I remember Earth. correctly... It fit. It fit one GCI. I looked up. I don't remember which though, but it'd definitely be a smaller one, and they could squeeze it in other spots if they had to. But I think they could definitely fit one. Well, let's see. Okay, there's King's Dominion. There's uh, trash. Okay, I mean, there's okay. So, mm, where, okay, I'm looking at how backlot sits. This is old enough. It still has volcano on here. Rip. Um, there's your whole jungly section. Now, okay, here's my thoughts on backlot because I think backlot is a perfectly fine coaster. I don't think there's any reason to get rid of it. What I think you need to do, and this would also this would be a very big overhaul to the ride. Um, but it, if you're going to keep it where it is now, and I don't think they would want to relocate it to another place in the park, you're going to need to re-theme it so it fits in with the jungle. So I'm almost thinking like a jungle explorer type ride to change the Mini Coopers out for Jeeps of some sort, um, change the sets up, plant some trees around it, and yeah. Yeah, okay. I could definitely see that. That's actually a really good idea. I think if they can't fit a GCI, then that would be a good plan for sure. I mean, you've got plenty of room for like an out and back GCI, but that's going to require and that's Anaconda as a coaster. It is doomed. I mean, it's an old arrow that has very low ridership, so it's <clears> doomed. Backlot, on the other hand, is still a very popular coaster, and King's Dominion does not need to take out coasters that are popular and still operate well. So, okay, yeah, that was kind of, Anaconda was the only ride I I'm giving the axe to. Um, the other thing we worth mentioning is they are getting the SNS free spin, so we're including that in our plan. Like we know they're getting that ride. Yeah, now. let's just get rid of that as an obvious thing. Crypt replaced with forty free spin. Yep. So let's talk um, volcano replacement because this is the biggie. I think this is what enthusiasts are really concerned about right now. B and M wing. 
Yep. I so I'm either being a wing or invert. It's one of the two. I think those uh, leaked permits and plans we saw are still going to happen. I think they're just getting pushed back some. Yeah, I will say there's been enough that's happened since then. I could see them modifying those plans to be better because it was a. It looked like a okay wing. Is it going to be? It's not going to be a very like. It's not going to be remember like memorable. Yeah, but I don't think, I, I would... I don't think the general public's going to care. It's going to be a not too forceful coaster that's unique to the area, and I think it will definitely have high ridership. Oh, I agree. I just so I, I don't think really there's the necessity to make changes to that. True. I do think it's a wing though. The other thing that's got to happen is you've got to redo Avalanche to fit the theme somehow. Well, so that was one thing that I was going to change. I think Avalanche. So with Crypt being lost, I think Avalanche gets taken out since it's kind of pushed behind anyway, and I think it gets replaced with a flat ride that's a little bit more open that you can see better. Yeah, you could do a flat ride, or if they took it out in favor of the wing, then you don't necessarily like put a flat ride there. They put the flat ride somewhere else, but I do think there needs to be another ride in that area to help. Um, but yeah, you'll have Crypt running right there. Kind of runs along. It will run like along the backside of the Blue Blaster Show Building. Um, yeah, and then you could definitely theme this whole area to like a jungle, like expedition camp or something. Uh, the, yeah. My big thing, you got to leave as many trees as possible for my next idea, which let me start with a setup. So you're in the middle of the jungle and you're in like this camp and there's just a trail leading off and you see some, there's like a security watchtower or something and it's all leading down this path towards a military installation that's buried in the forest. And I think you play it up through the whole forest thing is that there's something hidden deep in the forest. But I don't think you you still make it very clear that you've transferred into like a military base with like some fences or something. Okay. And then of course you've got Flight of Fear, full overhaul on it, get the queue redone back to its former glory, get the ride back. I mean, it's still in pretty good shape. And then it's been rumored for a long time that uh, Cedar Fair might want to ditch the Intimidator licensing. So I would change the name from Intimidator 305 to Interstellar 305, which allows you to keep the nickname I-305 since it's become so iconic. Um, you have repainted bl uh, blue track with gray supports and really just kind of rip off Area 72. Huh. That's my idea. Okay. I... Yeah, so I do. I actually like that idea a lot. I could definitely see that happening. If they want to ditch the Intimidator license, if they don't, then I think I th our, our Flight of Fear uh, gets a retheme to fit more with I-305's current, just like either racing or, or motor car themed. And I think that that area is that whole theming. That's what I put down. I just said Flight of Fear retheme and kept it pretty vague. But I could definitely see that happening that'd be really interesting well play of fears to start because a lot of the theming's still there in the queue they've just covered it up over time mm -hmm. so it would be a lot easier to i think re-theme i-305 since there really isn't that much theming to begin with so i think you could really work that way and then, i mean yeah i mean it's going to be really similar to um x basic king's island and of course the enthusiasts are going to know it 
but is the general public going to know? Probably not. This is this would still be big enough to where they could probably market it as a new experience because they could add enough like a, to the queue for i three hundred five to like really make it feel new. But then mm-hmm. I also think along with this, um, you add a flat rider to, and then. Oh, I think you really just you try to make the whole area feel nice. And if you ditched Anaconda, you've got that whole like backside of the of that lake front. You could you you could expand the lake and have the coaster be right up against the lake now, or you could put in flat rides there or and do something along that. Yeah, if if they replaced Anaconda with something, I think just the station area would get replaced with a flat ride on the water. Yeah, I think, yeah, and just leave the water open, let Lake Charles come back. I know that would make a bunch of people happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then, of course, the whole jungle area just needs a facelift because it is very dilapidated and falling apart. Yeah, I, I definitely like all of the ideas we had. Yeah, the the other big thing they need, so I mean, we're kind of talking about filling holes in their lineup. That's the only other thing is I think eventually they need to figure out they need to put in a hyper coaster that is tame. Talking DNM of some sorts, I think. Uh, I don't know. I almost feel like the wing kind of fills that gap as just a, a not as forceful just fun ride that's still going to get a lot of ridership. Well, for the hyper, it would be for the height. And people would like it a lot more, right? Because it's not as forceful. But I think the wing does that too and has the same effect with the wing seating since there's nothing like that in the area. Williamsburg doesn't have it. True. Um, nothing in that area does. So I think that well, would be a really good fit. But the hyper, I could see too. That's the other thing. I mean, we're trying to, we're talking about them trying to put, trying to come back and get back on the same level as Bush Gardens. Because I, I, even I haven't been to Bush Gardens Williamsburg, and there's no dying. They are on another level from King's Dominion right now. King's Dominion just keeps getting slapped in the face. Um, so it's all about countering what BGW does and trying to pull guests back to their park, I think. Yeah. And so I, how you do that, I agree. I think, like a B&M Hyper, I know it would go over well, but then you also have to think everyone there knows Apollo's chariot. So Yeah, exactly. I, I really think that the park could benefit from a GCI too, having a more modern Woody, which is why I think putting it in backlots spot would be good. And if not there, then I think having a Woody that's out back in the woods near Grizzly would be really cool as well and would fit. Yeah, they could definitely use putting a because you've got the log flume. And like the river ride over there, but you could definitely put, you definitely could use something off to the right side of the tower because everything is either off the left or behind it. Yeah, I'm looking at it now on the maps and I'm thinking if they just opened it up a little bit more where Grizzly is easier to get to and easier noticeable, they could have the GCI's station and entrance over there, even near Grizzly too, and have it run. Out back, maybe where Dinos Alive was. Yeah, although that's right up against Grizzly. I kind of would see them more going off towards the River Rapids, but yeah, I could too. I think with Dinos Alive coming out, then they can they definitely need to redo the whole Grizzly thing because get the Grizzly. I mean, 
I would not like be surprised at all if people walked right past Grizzly, had no idea it was there. Oh yeah. Because getting to Grizzly was like crazy. You walk through a gift shop and then you walk past Dinos Alive and then it's just kind of secluded with a tiny sign. Mm-hmm. Now the ride's fantastic. Don't listen to whatever Chris says about it, but it's not that good. It's just not. But so if we're saying like if what we're talking about happens. This park would have I-305, a wing, a GCI, and, in my opinion, one of the best RMCs. And then it's already got a floorless and a dueling classic PTC Woody, which is just fantastic. And that's automatically one of the best. Four family coasters. That's automatically one of the best lineups in the United States. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, they could use, like, an invert, but if they're going to do an invert... I think you go. You got to find something that it's what BGW doesn't have. So if you're going to do an invert, you go Vacoma. If you're going to do a hyper, you go Intimate. Like you try to make it mock, maybe mock. If I well, mocks are expensive. I don't think Cedar Fair would spend that type of money on this park until they were making a return. B and M is like just as expensive, and they're not going to work with Intimate. I don't think. Well, I B and M is expensive, but so let's just put it this way. Orion costs $25 million. Copperhead Strike costs $25 million. Yeah. Copperhead Strike is 80 feet tall. So I don't even want to fathom how much a hyper would cost for mock in America. Oh, yeah. I mean, Time Traveler was $36 million. That so, seems like the best way to go, in my opinion, if you're going to have something that both differentiates and is with a manufacturer that you know is reliable and you would love to work with. Yeah, I mean, I could see That's them working with Mach. I just don't see it happening until towards the end of this 10, 15 years. And this is, of course, assuming the park. I mean, they're, they're going to be stuck in a position since they didn't get to even open it all this year. <clears throat> so... Yeah, this is good. Kings of Dominion is a very challenged and troubled park. I think it's almost challenged from the beginning since they tried to go for a carbon copy of Kings Island. Um, I'm I'm just thinking about it now. If that park had a Mystic Timbers like GCI, man, that would be. I could spend all day there just having so much fun. I three or five Twisted Timbers. GCI like Mystic, I could ride those three all day. Oh, well, I mean, Just, I I agree. It'd be that'd be a great lineup. I mean, Twisted I, Timbers is one of those rides that I can already marathon all the time. I three hundred five is so intense, but I can just ride the other two. And Mystic Timbers is another ride that's one of my favorite marathonable rides ever. Yeah, man, that would be perfect for this park. <sighs> yep, they could definitely. There's definitely stuff they could do that would be awesome. So, yeah, I think Cedar Fair is going to turn it around for this part because if they don't, they are really Bush Gardens is getting to the point where it's becoming scary how much they're trampling on this park. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think Cedar Fair is going to realize that. I think they're going to realize they got to do something. Um, hopefully it is soon. I'd like to not be dead by the time they start investing in this park. I'd also like a really good reason to go back. If I-305 and Timbers weren't enough, 
which I love those. If they added a new good coast, good size coaster, like even the free spin, I would go back for if I was in the area, but I'm not going to make my way out there for it. But if they added like the wing or GCI, I would make it a priority. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can love do that. it so much. Uh, um, if you're going through that area, if you've got a fear for a platinum path, it makes no sense to not stop. So, yeah. Um. Well, I really think that's. I mean, there's. I mean, we could probably figure stuff out to say about it all day. Yeah. I really but, think that's the bulk of what we would change. Um. That being said, if you've got an idea, I think we should definitely revisit this at some point in the future. We'll mark this episode and come back in like 15 years if we're still doing this and talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that being said, if you've got an idea about King's Dominion, you think we should do, or if you think this place should just burn to the ground like Marcus does, um, then yeah, let us know and we'll talk about them over the next couple of weeks if we get any in. Yep. Well, so I'm just kind of. I just switched over to King's Island real quick, and they haven't taken. Uh, they haven't updated the uh, Google Earth, so it still has Vortex on it. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep, that little memoriam. I didn't. I found that. I was so happy, and then ever I posted it, and now everyone's posting pictures of it. So does that mean I get to take credit for finding it? <laughs> well, I think that's it. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Well. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Once again, follow everything. Twisted underscore travelers on Instagram. Twisted Traveler, but the R is a one on Twitter. Jack, uh, plug Thrilling Moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, at Thrilling Moment on Twitter and Instagram. Just search Thrilling Moments Photography on Google and you will find me. Yep. Well, thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you think about King's Dominion's future. And we will be back next week with Jack's Keys to the Kingdom stuff. And Hollywood Nights. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.